Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis to announce presidential campaign using June's anti-LGBTQ plus Pride Month as his launch message. The moving vans are in Tallahassee, and it can only mean one thing. Queer News Tonight has predicted Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' potential run for President of the United States for more than a year. But we can confirm tonight it's not moving vans that signal the announcement. The Florida GOP politicians and political insiders say it's actually June LGBTQ plus Pride Month that is the signal that DeSantis is getting ready for a major announcement. For weeks, we have been talking to GOP insiders, including state elected officials and GOP advisors, to try to understand the motivation behind the recent months of the Florida legislative session, President Trump's legal challenges, and what the governor will do next. In breaking news, Queer News Tonight can now report that Governor DeSantis will announce his presidential ambitions with intentional timing as a statement against June LGBTQ plus Pride Month. A legislative director for a Tampa Bay GOP senator spoke to me on the condition of con confidentiality and said, quote, all of the pieces are now in place. The presidential campaign announcement will coincide with June Gay Pride. The campaign will contrast the governor's success on issues for parental choice, transgender identity, drag queens, and other LGBT topics, and the visibility of the month-long celebration. The national stage of his success at the last session, combined with the attention the nation will have on Pride Month, is perfect to launch his campaign. The timing has already been determined, end quote. A GOP Florida representative confirmed the same, that the governor's choice to launch his presidential campaign for a June 1 goal line by telling me, quote, the governor will announce his presidential campaign timed at the beginning of LGBTQ Pride Month. The campaign has discussed privately with us that it will be a key component of the campaign, end quote. Sources also confirmed that the DeSantis campaign used the supermajority legislative session that just ended on May 5th to cement his announcement largely centered around culture and LGBTQ plus issues to launch the campaign. These issues include bills he has signed or will sign leading up to June's LGBTQ plus pride, including bans on drag queens, don't say gay expansion, bans on diversity and inclusion in Florida, including state universities, multiple trans issues, including bathrooms, healthcare and business and medical exclusions, the so-called woke and race issues, including book bans and even abortion, women's healthcare choices. The governor was able to easily achieve everything he wanted, including yet unannounced endorsements is another issue. During the legislative session, there were many alleged attempt, attempts to pressure members of the Florida House and Florida Senate to secretly endorse the governor leading up to the June LGBTQ Pride Month campaign announcement. My source for the GOP senator said, quote, During the session, he was asked to endorse Governor DeSantis. In discussion about timing and President Trump, there was conversation on waiting. It was very clear that you were either with the governor or you were not. 
Ultimately, he has pledged an endorsement for the governor. End quote. The Florida legislator added, quote, When I said I wanted to wait, they made it very clear what they had done to support what I wanted to accomplish and how the governor had done that. At the end of the day, I had to choose, and Trump was not in that picture. End quote. Critics argue that DeSantis's legislative session was designed to create a culture war agenda, get it passed, and then use it to announce his campaign for president of the United States. The remaining question is why has he planned it this way? The most obvious answer is that it was designed for a more conservative GOP and evangelical base. But this is unusual because both of the leading GOP candidates are from the same state, Florida. Critics explain and argue a likely conclusion is support for DeSantis versus Trump using June LGBTQ plus Pride Month campaign launch. Anti-LGBTQ plus laws passed in this Florida session have a 70 to 80% approval rating from most conservatives of the GOP base. So while the governor was pursuing that, he was also silent on the legal and courtroom crisis that Trump faced. It becomes a perfect storm to launch a presidential campaign. Culture war issues against LGBTQ plus that are passed, Trump legal challenges, and then high visibility of June Pride Month. Add quiet backroom endorsements from most representatives of the Florida Senate and House, and it supports what GOP sources have told me what Governor Ron DeSantis is getting ready to do. The timing of this announcement is designed to fight his number one rival in his own state, former President Donald J. Trump. I spoke to several leading LGBTQ activists in advance of this breaking news story, and they suggested this has always been straight out of the Ron DeSantis playbook. For example, Last year, during June 22 Pride Month, DeSantis traveled to New York to speak just one mile from the Stonewall National Monument to deliver a speech supporting his Don't Say Gay agenda. Dave Abrams, DeSantis' campaign spokesman, on the criticism said, quote, DeSantis will always stand up for what is right and will not be deterred by the radical left, end quote. In 2021, DeSantis made national and international headlines over June LGBTQ plus Pride Month. On June 1, he traveled to a Jacksonville private Christian school to sign a bill banning transgender girls from competing in girls and women's sports. On the very same day, his Department of Transportation announced they denied the Rainbow Bridge lighting celebrations in both Jacksonville and Sarasota. The next day, on June 2nd, he removed $900,000 from the Florida budget that had already been allocated for programs serving LGBTQ plus Central Florida. And just days before the June 12th, fifth anniversary of Pulse Massacre, he stripped away $150,000 that had already been set aside to provide counseling to Pulse survivors. Brandon Wolf a Pulse survivor himself and spokesman for Equality Florida said about the governor's June LGBTQ plus Pride Month actions, quote, it feels like Pride Month, 
at every turn, it has been insult added to injury, end quote. Governor Ron DeSantis will be the first candidate in history to launch their presidential campaign using the celebration of queer existence, the fight for civil rights and dignity, to show the most radical conservatives in America he is the choice over former President Donald Trump. Well, we break this news today of something I think in our gut we all knew was going on. We've watched the playbook, uh, which was explained from 22 and 21, of doing some kind of big announcement in conjunction with June Pride Month. Very insulting. Lots of international and national news about it. This is a step farther uh, for 2023 to launch this uh, presidential uh, campaign. Sources uh, that we quote under the condition of anonymity, uh, because they're, they're frankly, they're afraid of the governor, uh, says this is what's going on behind the scenes. And through the legislative session, we watched all of these just tremendously <laughs> harmful pieces of legislation uh, debated, largely argument against them ignored. Uh, by the supermajority, and now we understand why. He wanted this past to be able to use these issues to take on the LGBTQ community and Pride Month to show ultra-conservatives, the most radical conservatives and evangelicals, I'm your choice over Donald Trump. And that's what he's getting ready to do. How do you think he's going to state in his <laughs> announcement that it's Pride Month and he's doing it because of Pride Month or will he let it be more of an implied? <clears throat> to be honest with you, I think uh, there's better than uh, average chance that he is going to incorporate a reference to LGBT this time. In the past, like what he did in 22, he didn't specifically reference Pulse, for example, and what he mm -hmm. did in 21 uh, prior to the Pulse uh, massacre, fifth anniversary. This time, he probably, I think there was a better than 50% chance. He's got a super majority and is unstoppable. There is nothing that can stop the governor in the state of Florida, right. nothing. There is only one person that can stop the governor's plans, and that is President Donald Trump. Right. And the only person that he is going to uh, argue greater hate than the LGBTQ community is the person living in Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach. And so if it's a choice of throwing LGBT under the bus with June Pride uh, to um, dangle the red meat for radical conservative and evangelical, I think he is likely going to do that. I think it Well, I mean, I think, you know, Donald Trump won last time with a third of the electorate through the primaries, basically, because he was able to just, you know, kind of have these little battles in each individual state and win. And DeSantis is playing in that lane. So it's yet to be told whether that lane will, will be divided amongst DeSantis and Trump. And will there be a, another candidate that will take the other third um, as people drop out and those come to fruition. Um, and I think DeSantis is overplaying some of his hand. I mean, you already are seeing, I mean, North Carolina yesterday was a great example of people coming out against the, the abortion ban. We have a worse abortion ban here in Florida. So women are going to come out against DeSantis. I mean, it's a different environment than it was 
four years ago because women have lost reproductive justice. The gay and lesbian and transgender community has been attacked for all of these years. So it is going to rile up a different base and it's going to bring out people who might say, you know what, I don't really like uh, Biden's all these, you know, all of his policies, but I'm definitely not voting for this extremist, you know, who's who's coming in to take away everyone's rights from LGBTQ to women to, you know, teachers to educators. I think it's he's overplaying his hand. And, you know, I hope I hope that, you know, he continues to do this because it's very extreme and it's not going to play well across the country. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those endorsers um, in politics. It's common when you see an endorsement from somebody you thought might be on your side mm -hmm. that you call them. Maybe you're polite and say, why did you endorse the other guy? More than likely, you call him and say, what the hell were you doing? Right. Um, it will be interesting to see how many Florida legislators, when they get that phone call from Donald Trump, stay with DeSantis without hedging bets or just switching allegiance. You know, I can give you one uh, reference that I do know in the behind-the-scenes conversations in the preparation of this breaking news story. It's been going on for several weeks. Um, one, uh, one person uh, said uh, in the conversation that was going, this was all going on at session, by the way. Mm -hmm. So behind the scenes, while we're fighting and fighting and fighting on trans, this is really what the, the governor really cared about because I've already got this. Nothing you were going to say is right. going to change that. So therefore, I'm not concentrating on that. And he worked very hard in this. Um, the comment about endorsement was, wait, I, I want to wait. I just reiterate one of the quotes that are done. I want to wait. And the conclusion of the wait was, um, <laughs> you're with us or you're not, and we'd like you to tell us. And at the end of the day, the decision was made that Trump wasn't going to be the supermajority voice that they were watching in the session in the House and Senate. And so as a result, the endorsement goes to... Uh, DeSantis. So even if Trump uh, shakes the cage, uh, which is your point, uh, I think Trump has been too slow here. So if the House and the Senate is any um, example, and other places in Florida, um, I think Trump is going to be coming late to the to the table. And to the point of the issue that it's not going to play nationally. Um, the orchestration, and I think the real key uh, point to the story that we're reporting tonight, is he's using this as a beacon to announce. He doesn't. Mm -hmm. He probably doesn't really, at the end of the day, care about any of this except the focus of the base, because his enemy, while is LGBT, uh, engaged in parental rights, etc., blah, 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 his real enemy is Donald Trump, and this strategy is to take on his enemy. The proof of that, a lot of people are going to say, um, you know, Queerness Tonight has taken this story way too far. Okay, we'll see. We've got 14 days to see. We'll see. But at the end of the day, can we imagine Donald Trump uh, in the next 14 days uh, creating a campaign to to platform on LGBT in the next 14 days as we approach June Pride Month. Well, very likely we can't imagine that he would do that. Why would he do that? We, Of all of the things we know about him, he's definitely not good on trans, but broadly, right. he cares about himself, mm -hmm. not us. Right. That's not what's going on in the governor's mansion. No.
I think DeSantis is very hyper-focused on trying to push his agenda to the extremist. And I think that him doing this on Pride Month is literally taking that platform and putting himself in front of the entire community and just being like, hey, this is not something that I agree with. I know this is something that you don't agree with. Let's all get on board with this. So I do think it's it's a very deliberate attack on Trump's agenda and, and everything that we're facing right now. Yeah, and I'm in close proximity with a Trump supporter. So I'm very curious to, yeah, I'm very curious to uh, sort of see how, um, the tide turns will they stay behind the person who they were like galvanized like they were like rooting for him have the hats and everything i shouldn't say gender um but now are they just going to root for the person with the bigger power play is what i'm curious to see like what is the motivate what was the original motivation what do you think they will do <sighs> um from what i've been hearing they are definitely in support of desantis especially um, the ongoing battle with DeSantis and Walt Disney. Um, they see Disney as just like a giant conglomerate that thinks they are outside of any sort of legislation. And that's not necessarily how I see it, but they are just rooting for DeSantis to take the enemy down. So they're already, they're already raising the green flag for DeSantis. So I'm very curious to see how consistent they are in their beliefs with that. And I just think, again, around the, the topic of where DeSantis has the lead is DeSantis is getting Florida state legislators behind him, which if you ask the average Floridian, they have no idea who their state legislator is. So an endorsement from them probably means nothing because it's like saying Joe Schmo endorsed me. Right. Trump has the majority of our D.C. legislators in his camp. Um, which have greater name recognition and have greater influence. So I, you know, Trump already got them lined up behind him. Um, and, and again, not all everyone is lined up, but Trump is winning those. And across the country, Trump is winning, you know, from House of Representatives and the Senate. You, you know, I, I want to ask everybody at the table um, a last themed question here uh, before we move on um, in this breaking news. Um, what do you think... Um, uh, uh, Donald Trump would think on, on this story. If he was watching Queer News tonight and he watches this story and we make the observation of what uh, DeSantis has been doing behind the scenes, what, um, you know, a legislative aide for, for a noted senator in Tampa Bay, uh, um, uh, another representative in what they've commented, what, and, and, and how DeSantis is moving behind the scenes uh, for this launch announcement and and what he's doing and why he's doing it. What do you think Donald Trump's reaction to it would be? Well, that's why I think that those legislators are all about to get an angry mm -hmm. phone call. That yes. that's he'll he'll be peeved um and and that's how he, he reacts. I've seen this before. That's how that kind of a politician reacts with anger, with vitriol, with threats, with right. intimidation and I think that's, you know, I think that's, that'll be his first go-to is calling some of these, you know, may, may not be calling, I don't know, whoever my representative, Chris Benjamin or something like that, but he's going to be calling some of the bigger players on the state level and saying, what the hell, I mean, your state is screwed. When I'm the president again, you'll get no money. And there's no bottom of what Trump will do. So, you know, Trump took down a 
how many candidates last time? Yeah. All who which or have resumes yeah, way better than than yeah. DeSantis and a, and a political brand, and he took them all down with lies, attacks, wh whatever it takes. So DeSantis again is really untested when Donald Trump puts the full force of his vitriol and behind him. So yeah, good luck. Yeah. Well, we will watch. We get some popcorn. Yeah, we will watch closely uh, leading into uh, June Pride Month. We are Queer News Tonight, the world's first and only live daily LGBTQ plus evening news show from Happening Out Television Network. In the model of PBS and NPR, we educate, inform, and entertain by supporting the 10 pillars of the LGBTQ plus community with more than 100,000 a week watching on Roku, Apple Television, and other channels. To keep the stories going, we accept donations with 100% transparency. Stay updated and live authentically with Queer News Tonight.